All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 21 of the YYC Real Estate Show. Uh, we have two of us out of the three today. Uh, Shiraz is again, Dominican Republic, doing business there. So best of luck to him. We have Sebastian, myself, Zach, and Emma Justine is our guest today. Excited to learn a lot about her as we get through this. As always, we do our weekly market update for the last seven days. Um, in Calgary right now, there's 2,746 active listings. Out of those listings, there's 1,436 detached homes, 802 apartments, eight full duplexes, 286 townhouses, and 214 semi-detached duplexes. Um, as always, we did the lowest and highest sale in the last seven days in Calgary. The lowest one was at 11620 Elbow Drive Southwest. It was an apartment unit sold for 124,900. And the highest sale was at 16 Aspen Ridge Manor for $2,416,500. So obviously negotiations came to the very wire, (laughs) especially on that highest sale. Um, Seb, what do you got going on right now? Um, Right now I got some selling a property in Pembroke Meadows. Yeah. And so that's been going good. Just seven days on the market um, and hoping to get that sold. And apart from that, I got two possessions today, both my clients. Uh, oh, yeah. So, the same day? Yeah, same day. Huh. Same day. I actually had to go drive to my client's house, help clean up some of the garbage they left behind, and uh, did a little bit of a dump run, so that's always fun. I'm, we've done that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what I got going on. Nice. Yeah, no, I've just been helping no sellers right now, just buyers. It's hard market to buy right now, but you got to be on the ball. We're going, uh, I told them, and they've, they've we lost on an offer. Um, so now they're very on the ball. We're going to things the day they're listed. We're going strong. So um, hopefully we can get something for them uh, at some point here soon. So with all that out of the way, the boring stuff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, boring, informative stuff. Emma, welcome to the show. Yes. Happy to be here. Yeah. Nervous? No? Will it? No. No. Well, I don't want to jinx it. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, we start telling us a little bit about yourself. Tell me who you are. From okay. Ca- yeah. I'm Emma. Yes. Um, I run Art Spot and Market Spot. Okay. So Art Spot's a little passion project of mine. I've been doing it since 2008. I opened like a little art gallery in my house and started doing shows and workshops and just kind of creating a community there. Nice. And I was there for, I want to say like eight years or so okay and by that time the shows had just sort of like grown and i rented different venues to do them in and it just kind of snowballed from there so now i don't have like a location for art spot but i do art shows around Mm -hmm. the city and like my biggest sort of claim to fame is the under 100 show okay um which again started in my house and now we operate in like a fifteen thousand square foot warehouse it's like the first two weekends of december thousands of people come it's like a big thing wow and then awesome yeah, and then I have uh, Market Spot, which is okay. like another company that I started with a, a co-owner, yeah. and uh, it focuses more on like makers. So we okay. do like markets and pop-up shops, okay. and we have a couple permanent, semi-permanent store locations in Calgary and uh, eight pop-up locations in the Bay in Western Canada. Whoa. Oh wow! So those are my two hats that I wear, but it's yeah. all sort of intertwined. Like we sell a lot of art at Market Spot, of course, and of um, yeah. Art Spot can be like event based and yeah. like vendors that we borrow from Market Spot and whatnot. Yeah. So it's all under the umbrella of like I promote local artists and yeah. handmade items. Yeah. Wow. And this all started at your house. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So how did that kind of come to be? Like, what, what you always loved art, obviously, or yeah. you're an artist yourself? I'm an artist myself. My parents are artists. My parents had a store also, so it's kind of just like in me. Yeah, yeah. And I came out here when I was 18, and I'm from Ottawa. Okay. And I just wanted to, like, find, like, a gallery or, like, art shows to get involved in to show my own stuff, and I couldn't really, like, get my foot in the door, like, without going to, like, art school or being yeah, involved yeah. here, you know? I was like, how do I find that? So, so you um, made your own? I just yep. like, yeah. Wow. Wow. Reached out and took it. And, <laughs> and it worked. I think I like filled a gap, right? That yeah, yeah. was sort of needed in Calgary for like emerging and alternative style artists, right? Like the art scene was good and there was like good commercial galleries and stuff like that, but it's not like it is now. Okay. Like now I'm like so happy to be part of this like flourishing arts community. But I think at the time when I started it, it was like... Yeah. Yeah, a that. needed thing, okay. you know, yeah, mm. which is probably why it, like, caught on. Yeah, no, awesome. So you said you were building, like, a community in your house. Yeah. What does that look like? Like, is it just, like, a ton of art everywhere? Yeah, no, well, what I did is, like, it was an old heritage home in mm -hmm. Connaught, and it was from, like, the 1800s. We, like, pulled oh, up wow. linoleum from the floor and found, like, newspapers from, it was, like, 1940 or something, and wow. that's obviously when it was, like, renovated, you mm -hmm. know? But the basement was, like, just a concrete mold hut like it was awful but it was beautiful right yeah, like yeah. upstairs had like a fireplace and like brick exposed yeah, brick yeah. and stuff and uh so we converted the main floor into like a gallery okay. so it was always empty between shows and then we had the kitchen a couple uh rooms in the back which saw like many like displaced artist people over the years <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and then i lived upstairs and yeah, there was like a summer that we had, we're having art shows every weekend. We were like tearing down the show, wow. putting up another, we had like nine artists living under there. There was this like hippie living under like an elect, what, what do you call those like emergency blankets? The like, uh, the, the silver yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he just lived on my porch, like under that, you know? So the community, wow. yeah, like that's cool. you know, it grew and I, and I kind of burnt out because of like that part of it, right? So it's nice to have my boundaries yeah. obviously now, but that was in my early twenties. So that was mm -hmm. like very much part of like, who I am because of that, that those years of like, yeah, yeah. living a lot in of fun. the art spot. I yeah. imagine yeah. you connected with so many people during that time. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. Yeah. We had a good time for sure. <laughs> and learned a lot, you know, learned yeah. some things I would never do again. And of course, how to do things well. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, so when you moved to Calgary and started all this, did you already have people you knew in Calgary? Or how did you attract these people? Like, was it just ads or door? Like, we, we do door knocking for clients. Like, how yeah. do you get people to learn about your art right. show? And, yeah. It was very different. And that's, like, an interesting question because this is um, – I, I, like, revisit thinking about this a lot when I'm promoting events now, right? Yeah, yeah. So how it started was I literally had a few people who, like, knew how to build shit. And I yeah. was like, can you help me, like, put up a wall, you know? But we just, like, drywalled it myself. Um, my now husband who I was dating was an electrician. So he put like track lights in and stuff. Right. So I like pulled on my resources to do that. But in terms of like marketing it, I put it out on Kijiji that said like gallery space. Wow. And I tried to, I tried to have it be open at first, like with regular hours and that didn't work out, you know, like it just kind of happened to be yeah. an event thing, but then artists just started reaching out to me. And then this artist who was going to ACAD she did a show there and she was like quite connected Okay. and it was the first big show. So the first time I did an event there, it was hers and like hundreds of people came. Wow. So just organically after that, people started coming. Yeah, word of yeah but yeah, when yeah. I promoted my own shows, I printed a poster and I went, I hit the streets. I literally yeah, nice. like was like, I'm having an art show this Friday in that house two blocks away. Like, please come. Yeah, and I yeah. would like 
tell good people. for you wow that's and impressive. now it's like you're just throwing money at instagram right and i'm such an advocate of like pr like in-person marketing yeah. you know because i'm like you can say like this many impressions on instagram where people scroll through it or whatever but like there's nothing more valuable than just like looking at someone in the face and be like no that guy was listening to me like yeah, he's, yeah. he might come for yeah. sure yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because one, obviously we have other realtors, we have people in, in our industry that we talk with. We always ask them like, what's your organic way of getting leads? Like some people's open houses, some cold call, door knock and, and that stuff. But like I said, we all kind of came to terms with the fact that if you can get someone in person, it's a lot better. Yeah. So you have a lot you know, more chance of getting them to, for us as, you know, get a client or for you to come to your art show mm. and stuff like you could be calling people to come to my art show and they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But if you see them, you have the connection, you, yeah. they build that rapport. Like that's all. The problem is then is if you're getting other people to do that marketing is like finding people that care enough, no. <laughs> you know, who are like actually are going to sell it, yeah, you know, true. like that is not everyone can do that. You know, no. not everyone can sell it. We know that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure it's tough to find people that like are as passionate as you. I'm sure yeah, it's, might not, not, it's be, not if you know your own yeah. thing, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. So so you have an event coming up. I do. The end of August. Yes. Restival. Nice. If you know me, you'll oh. know that I always have like a little pocket of flyers. I love that. It's just like a joke. Can we keep one of these? Do you have yes. one? Oh, thank you. There yeah. you go. I got more. Oh, so yes. I'll plug this out 100%. Please do. Yes. Okay. Expressible. So this was, um, <clears throat> this is the second annual. So we did it last year for the first time. And it's an interactive arts festival. Oh. So, you know, on the same subject of like my roots and art spot and why I got into it and like why I loved mm -hmm. it and how it's part of me and all of this stuff, right? Yeah. Um, this project was something that I had been dreaming about for a long time because um, my other events, like the Under 100 show or just even some group exhibitions that I curate, are very hard to get into. Okay. Like the success rate for like applicants, um, like tough. we is like, yeah, we accept like half of who applies, wow. right? So when you're saying like no to hundreds of artists who like their stuff looks good, yeah, you're yeah. kind of thinking like, ah, they don't have an Instagram following. You're like, mm, it's not trending right now for like art that's gonna sell, you know? I find myself being like, this is such a far reach of like why I got into doing this. Yeah. You know, well, like, yeah. and you have to do that if you're having big sales that you want to sell so and like people to come and everything, yeah. right? But I really wanted to do something to just kind of get back to my like true feelings about art and that like I wanted to create more accessibility and that like anybody wow. could participate. There's no like, I'm going to look at your art and decide what I think is good, you know? Yeah. I just want anybody who wants to sign up to be able to Amazing. sign up, I right? So it's like a very accessible art show. We do like a sliding price model for artists so people can pay it forward and pay for another artist or an artist who can't afford it. It's free, like anyone can come and set up if you apply on time, mm -hmm. mind you. But yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms of like the monetary restrictions, like we make it, um, <clears throat> inclusive and everyone has to do something interactive. So it's really not monetary focused. Okay. So I don't care if they sell art or not. Like maybe someone just wants to come and teach somebody how to like hand knit this blanket out of recycled okay, materials. Like, or, you know, wow. like, so awesome. yeah. And like in, in the spirit of burning man and like, yeah, yeah. you know, that kind of experience where you actually get to like hands on interact with artists and like share something meaningful That's and creative. Amazing. So last year we had almost 100 participating artists. Everybody did something interactive. So there was like demos and workshops and installations. And uh, we did like a program guide mm -hmm. so you could go through and like see what was going yeah, on all yeah. day. Oh, good. So that's what we're developing again anyways. That's uh, the upcoming so, thing. Which interactive experience was your favorite? 
The one I did, obviously. <laughs> and what was that? Um, I built with my friend. Yeah, I can't. I have got to be fair. No, no, it's true. It's like it's like it's like a podcast with like you ask a rapper. It's like who's your favorite rapper in the world? And like me, yeah, myself. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we built like a living room, and uh, I can show you guys a picture. We made it all white, so there was like walls and a floor and a couch and like some weird vintage like cranny items mm -hmm. and stuff around a lamp. Canvas is on the wall, but everything was white. And then we just set up like all this paint and just let people like paint the oh, whole that's cool. room. That is sweet. And it was cool, but it got so chaotic. Like at one point, me and my friend Jamie Ranks, who I did it with, were like, shut it down. Shut it down. Yeah. You know, we had to like move the kids. Children were like covered in paint. There was paint all over the parking lot. So um, I would like to do something maybe not oh, with wow. paint. So that was the like beginning stages yeah. of it. And then it gets just like. Oh, that's Absolutely super cool. wild throughout the day. Um, but yeah, okay. this year I want, this is my plan, and I hope I'm not jinxing it by telling you, but oh. I want to build um, yes. a buffalo, like a life-size buffalo yes. with like an armature and then like chicken wire around the body and then just have like shreds of like fabric and like beads and like things people can tie onto it. So it won't be messy, but it'll still like completely transform over the day. So yeah. people can come and take a shred of fabric and just tie it to the wire. So it just starts mm -hmm. getting like bulky. A bunch of different colors and stuff. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll oh, probably I'll like see. maybe paper mache the face so like people know what it is, yeah, yeah. you know, like tie the fabric to that blob, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like wow. feet, maybe like hooves and like horns. Yeah. And then the rest <laughs> will just be like, yeah, just a big crazy, I don't even know what it's going to look like, so. See, it's amazingly interesting talking to you as an artist because, like, I would never think about doing that. Like, you have an artist mind, you can tell, like, just creativity. That's amazing because, yeah. man, we try to come up with ideas for the podcast and it goes like a dead end in five minutes sometimes. Yeah. Like, we end up getting there and, yeah. and stuff, but no, that's amazing. Wow. Well, you can come and participate in it and then maybe your ideas. Unfortunately, are awesome. I won't be here for this. Ugh, I know. But rude. I know. Literally, if you did it, Six days earlier, I would have been here, but... Where are you going to be? Montana. Oh. Yes. For work stuff? Uh, no, I'm going to play hockey there and uh, for University of Montana. So oh. I've already released it on the show, but yeah, basically I'll be doing real estate um, from there and doing uh, learning about the U.S. market down there and then taking business, um, playing hockey there. And then when I come back every April, I'll be doing full-time real cool. estate again. So yes, but I would have came. 100%. So. I believe you. you I you'll come. I'll come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so. Travel you, have, yeah. you have some staff who will be singing and Roadhouse, Road... Oh, is, is Candice and... Candace. Oh, okay, okay. No, Road... What is his DJ name? I forget. Oh, I should know this. I know Roadman? Road, no, Roadhouse. Um, oh, shout out Anthony, the owner of Cash yeah. Homes. You open guys are bad open friends. Open that door. No, open I should door. know too. He's, he performed at my last event and it was incredible. Open that door. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's not there. Usually, Anthony's right there. We would I ask think him it's Roadman. I'm making things up right now. I think, you said, I think we just said Birdie Man recently, so now you're on like the man, Roadman. Why are we talking about Birdie Man? I'm going to Birdie Man. I've never, I've never been, been to Birdie Man. No. no. I want to. Yeah? I would, 100%. Is it true that they, what they say about Burning Man, that it's like you like exchange goods with people? No, it's just gifting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not supposed to be trading. Like people like, will, like you run out of water and it's like, oh, please. Well, no one would let you die. <laughs> so, like, someone's gonna give you like, water. Like common, yeah, but there's yeah. like there's principles, right? There's ten principles, and one of them is radical self reliance. So, like, bring your own water. But they do sell ice, radical, right? That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. 
But yeah, no, you're just supposed to go with an offering similar to espresso, you know, and then have something to offer. So lots of camps will do like a bar or like a mm. workshop or something like that. Um, I'll usually come with like a little gift. Like I want to make stickers this year of our camp. And, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, like nice. Maybe like a nice art. Where, like where is it again? To Nevada. Yeah, Nevada. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah, cool. I'll be going right from Expressible to Burning Man. Wow. You're on the move, hey? Yeah. Just vacation, then you got show, and you're going to Burning Man? Work hard, play hard. Work hard, play nice. hard. Nice. Good yeah. for you. That's amazing. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Okay. Have you ever thought about... Have you ever thought about doing, uh, putting art in staged homes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I haven't done it personally, mm -hmm. but I've had people talk to me about it and it just never like materialized into anything. And then my friend used to, her paintings used to go into homes. Actually, I have two friends that do that, like oh, put okay. their paintings into homes. Yeah. Do they also do like the whole, do they, would they put like a price tag? It's like up for sale kind of thing? Would you do they, like, like do, would the stagers buy it from them or would they just put it for advertising? Or because it could be people through the But if it's advertising, you want the ability for them to know your name and like the price. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think they do put tags up. Uh, yeah. yeah. Would you ever do that? If we were thinking before you came, like if, yeah. if we were like able to offer you that opportunity, would that be something you would do? I would be interested in it. Okay. Yeah. I would like, I probably honestly just like full transparency wouldn't do it for free. Because yeah, I, I, you know, like I wouldn't like, cause restaurants always ask people to do that and stuff, like bring their art in and then um, like hope it sells. But like, it actually doesn't really sell very often. Okay. I should say that, but the, but the one, one girl that I know who's doing it, I think she actually has had some su success selling pieces, right? But generally my philosophy is, mm -hmm. right? Because businesses all the time and, and, and um, office buildings ask me too. They're like, can you come put stuff in and like, we'll yeah. sell it for you or whatever. And I'm kind of like, for you to sell, like you yeah. have to have clients, like you have, I got a hustle to sell work, right? I don't just like yeah. passively put it there and mm -hmm. hope that some like yeah. one passing by looks at it. So I think it's fair to negotiate like a rental fee from the artist, yeah, yeah. a small fee. Like yeah, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have to be the price of the piece, you know, maybe like a hundred bucks a month or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and then it's fair all around. And yeah, then yeah. if it sells, then you take a commission from it because then at that point the artist is like getting paid for a rental. So like you can take your cut too. And I, I think like that. that's, I like that. That's, that's better because I 100% that's fair. Yeah. It's like less, um, you're not wasting anyone's time at that point. Yeah. Cause we work you with a lot of builders and they stage a lot of their homes as well. And they sometimes have the home on the market for almost six months, right? Yeah. And and the, the amount of because our team always does open houses every single weekend at all these builder properties. Yeah. And they always have people booking showings. So I thought great exposure, and yeah. it makes the house look a lot cooler. So. Yeah, totally. It'd be cool to like write a contract with like the painting included. You know. Yeah. yeah. One of her just just yeah, leave that painting. Like, you need to leave the painting yeah. with the coach. Yeah. You know what I've always really wanted to do, yeah. and like someone who's listening is going to steal my idea, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I. Like, so I want to do this, okay? So like, write this shit down. I want to, I don't want to buy it because I don't have enough money for this, but I want somebody to like buy an apartment and then I want to commission local, local artists to like theme out the rooms, like Hello Kitty room, you know, like yeah. um, underwater room or whatever. And down to like murals all over and then actually like building out the furniture. So it's like this crazy theme hotel and then like Airbnb it. Like mm, rent wow. out for photo shoots and stuff like that. And then have it for a while and sort of like market it in a way that if you don't rent it out, like we'll be flipping it to a new theme room, you know, yeah. and then just get like new artists to come in and do it so that it's like creates more urgency with the rental. 
Man, I'd be into that. That'd be yeah. fun, right? That's actually a really, that. really cool idea. Well, I mean, the three of us hosts, we're all we're talking about obviously in the future. You know, we all want to invest with each other in Calgary, give it back, and get a place here. So that mm-hmm. could be for sure a good option. That's a good idea. And you yeah. get, I feel like you get a lot of traction from that too. Mm. Oh, and yeah. like people coming from like so many different places around like the world, they wouldn't want to stay in like a regular hotel here. Like they have yeah. a cool like art room. Yeah, well when I Airbnb, if I'm on vacation, like I would definitely pick like something I could do photo shoots in. Oh yeah. You know, vainly. Yeah. I'll admit it. Yeah. Over just like a plain one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a premium on the rental. Yeah, let's. Well, I know, I, I know from the business side, like I think we could charge a good chunk of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I think it, it, would, it would rent more than the regular room in the same building mm-hmm. if it had all that stuff. Huh. You're onto something. I just think it would be so fun too, deciding what yeah. the like to, prop shopping. We have to cut yeah. that out of this podcast. We might cut that out. Yeah. That's too good of an idea. Yes. That's a good idea. Fine. Don't let them have it. Yeah. We'll see. So the question, because we always talk again with everybody that comes to the podcast, like we're all entrepreneurs in our own way, um, you know, solo contractors, you could say. Like, how do you stay motivated when things suck, basically? Um, <laughs> for business and for your own art. Well, for art, I'll just, like, not do it, honestly, for a long time. So I'm, like, bad for that because... Like, kind of writer's block? Like, art block? Yeah, or just, I'm just too busy, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I'll, like, do all these shows and people are like, here's your stuff. And I'm like, I didn't put anything in. Yeah. This whole event is my piece, you know? Yeah. Um, but I go in waves. Yeah. Like, I'll, like, want to do nothing for a while. And then I need to be busy to be motivated. Uh, yeah. Call yeah. it ADHD. Call it whatever you want unhealthy lifestyle as it may be I take on too much and mm-hmm. then I just I can't stop or it'll be a catastrophe yeah yeah. and then I'll burn out yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, to, go on a little vacation yeah, yeah you know but I like I I just seem to like pack it in and because when I'm busy it like gives me endorphins like when I'm like crossing stuff off the list oh, yeah. I'll be like I want to do another thing yeah, right yeah, now yeah. you know That's, well yeah but I but I don't like advise that well, <laughs> well <laughs> depends on the person, I guess. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, as far as like the way that I feel about it, it's like if you are doing a bunch of stuff and then you're not succeeding at it necessarily, like as a realtor, if you're working really hard at it, it can be a little bit demotivating, I find, right? But I mean, when I am succeeding, I feel like I can keep. Yeah, on and it's like if sure. some that suck, so be it. Do another one. I am not emotionally tied to that, and it's like I've had big losses before, right? Okay. Like and. It just, just do another one, you know, you just have to kind of look at your success on a year basis or like every 10 events or something like that, yeah, because, yeah. or every 10 houses or however that works. Right. Because yeah. ultimately you win some, you lose some. So if you just look at it on the, the if you're doing more good than the shitty ones, right. Then yeah. you're good. But I just stay too busy to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fair. Yeah. But I'll also like beat a dead horse. Like for the under hundred show, it didn't really catch until eight years so that's like any but testament like, like to yeah i was gonna say because like, like, i'll so keep trying i wouldn't even say it's like a beat a dead horse so it's like some thump some things like, reviving the yeah, horse. yeah yeah you need to keep going like that's like ours us with like door knocking cold calling like, it just takes a while it like sucks like 99 yeah. of the time but, like the one you hit like like my i told you my motto because we talk about mottos when mm-hmm. you say that this is my my motto is you win some you lose more but the ones you win you win because like if you hit one of those hundred calls and like you probably paid yourself for 99 yeah. wasted calls and kind of same thing for you, like eight years. Yeah. But then now it's a hit. I worked like full time on the side, the first, on the side. On the side <laughs> yeah, full time. 
and did the art spot <laughs> like stuff for time on the side. I like that. a decade. Wow. Until I like now, you know, just work yeah. for myself and yeah, yeah, have staff and whatever. Was that a right? tough transition? Was that like a scary transition to make? Or you were like, I'm ready. Um, I got pregnant. Mm. And so then I just like had to stop waitressing eventually. Okay. And then at the, I had a business partner at that time. So he was kind of pulling the weight a little bit. Right. And then I just uh, continued on doing my things and just slowly figured it out. Yeah. So I guess it was sort of like a forced push yeah, a to take the lead. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. But no, Fair I wasn't enough. scared. It just all kind of like happened. Oh, organically nice. and yeah. I always have a fallback like I was like waitressing bartending like I can cater whenever I want you mm -hmm. know like if I need to ever again in my life yeah like, yeah. yeah it's good to have that yeah huh if someone wants to apply for the for this uh expressible how how early do they have to apply for that like a month before two months before um usually like a couple months a couple before, months before. At like the closest to the date. Yeah. Like oh, the, okay. So the under 100 application is opening on August 15th and it's the first two weeks of December. Mm. But that's a really big one. So we have to like accept everybody fast yeah. so we can like promote it, you know? But this one, I think we closed the application like mid July or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And how do you pick art for the under, like the under 100 art show? The under 100, it's like I really am like, what's going to sell? Okay. You know, I don't want to like, take the place of somebody that's going to sell well mm -hmm. for somebody that might not have enough pieces. Right. And, and like you said earlier, like how do you determine that is like obviously the quality, but it's like they're in, like they're following their kind of like reputation kind of all plays into that too. Yeah. I think you can tell pretty quickly, like by just looking at people's websites and Instagrams, if yeah. they're like a hobbyist or if they're Very like, uh, like legit, serious. like professional yeah, artist. Yeah. yeah. And, and, the, and some of the hobbyists sell so well, you know, like we take some of those too. That's not, like the deciding factor but yeah. it is a factor if somebody has like a huge instagram following and you know they're going to promote the show like then well, you want them yeah. Yeah. of course because it helps you yeah so then they promote the oh, i'm going to this show and then suddenly you have ten thousand followers instead of like someone with a hundred yeah yeah well but i feel like i have an idea of what sells right like we have all these stores that we sell art in and like just through all of these experiences it's and and then we try to like limit different categories like we'll be like okay we'll take like two fluid artists two photographers like this many landscape paintings, like Whoa. this many like portraits, whatever. Yeah, so and so it's kind of, of like a range. Yeah. I can imagine you have so many like hard decisions, like close calls. Like these things are so similar. Yeah, but... I know. And then, and it's sad. Mm -hmm. It sucks because yeah. like we, I honestly yeah. would accept almost all of them if we, if there was like unlimited space, right? Yeah. But then it's too much. Like people are like, why don't you do it in 40,000 feet and I'm like well because people won't do it all they'll be tired yeah no. you know like it's yeah you have to kind of you want that's the like artist that's sensory like yeah. I'm watching it's, 40, already, it's, it's already I, I can imagine I'd be like oh my god yeah. I know huh. like I'm not you're not going to the whole Louvre yeah. you know what I mean like yeah, you're like yeah. doing a bit of it you're like mm -hmm. done yeah yeah so yeah I just I'm happy that I have a lot of like events that I can accept all kinds of artists in yeah you know for sure. Because I don't, like, the under 100 is great, and I love it. It's, like, it's such a crazy experience. But I want to support all artists for all reasons, not yeah. just, like, what is good at selling. Sell. Yeah, 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 yeah. For you sure. You know? Like, like yeah. Art is, like, just, like, such a part of how the world goes around, and we mm -hmm. need to continue to promote and protect it. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. 
What is, if you're able to share, what's like the most expensive piece that you sold at your show? Not for you or like anybody. Well, well, this, well, that particular show is under hundred dollars. So okay. the answer is a hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we sell, I'm trying to think we probably sold like something in the range of like 5,000 or wow. so at our store. That's sweet. Yeah. 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 Talk about your store. Yeah. Let's get into that. Yeah. Market spot. So, um, I've got a store called market spot. It's over 80% handmade items. So oh. we're very different than like the average local gift mm -hmm. shop because yeah. we really try to like curate that to like high end handmade yeah. local goods. Almost everything's from Calgary. Almost everything is made in Canada. So there's like a small selection of vendors who like, you know, um, design t-shirts or something like that right and we make sure like the t-shirts are manufactured mm. in canada right so nice. so our goal is to hopefully have like everything be made in canada yeah, yeah. and we have a store at market mall which is currently moving in calgary it's we are we're in the old disney store and now we're moving down by sport check in like a smaller yeah, in market mall yeah yeah a smaller store but a more high profile location so mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes yeah and we just opened another location at the core Nice. Wow. And we have eight pop-ups in the Bay in Western Canada. So that was like a new venture in the last year. Yeah, and no kidding. Yeah, big learning experience. Yeah, yeah. dealing with like the big corpse and stuff? Yeah, just dealing with a company that's not my own. Yeah, yeah. very true. Yeah, well, because now you're like outsourcing almost, but not really. Well, it's just like you're not the boss, right? True. So like just different yeah. approvals yeah. and then waiting for big companies. You have to wait for all these approvals of different things. It's just... Not bad, just a learning experience, you know, mm -hmm, yeah. and and also learning like okay, what is our best products that sell, yeah. and like and what do we put where in these different cities? Like, yeah, what's yeah. this city's market like versus True. here, you know? So yeah, always new things to learn, but it's that's been kind of cool. Oh, amazing! Do people yeah. ever commission work through you? Yeah, or like are different artists. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And items, right? Like people will come in and be like, oh, I have a wedding present. I'd like to have this engraved. Do you think the vendor oh, okay. would do it? And so we wow. have one staff member that's like, that's her realm. And she just deals with like uh, custom purchases and stuff. Yeah. That's sweet. Mm -hmm. What is the process for like, uh, let's say a custom painting? Do I guess it depends on the artist. And, and depends the on the artist. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like that's a very complicated question. Yeah, depends what, what you like want. Pencil or, yeah. or paint. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Certain aesthetics, certain mm -hmm. things people want. Yeah. Huh. What? So out of like market share, the, uh, these like the festivals and your store. What do you? What's your your bread and butter? Like is all three? I guess because they're yours. Or what's your your most passionate about? What is my bread and butter? What is my most passionate about? Those are two different questions. Well, let's, do, let's do both. Let's do <laughs> well, both. I'm like honestly, I love what I do wholeheartedly, okay, yeah. and I like love the community of people that I help succeed. Right. Yeah. Like being able to write checks for artists around Christmas time. Like, you know how good that feels, you know? That's so true. that's definitely like the side that I'm most passionate about is supporting like real people mm -hmm, in Calgary. Yeah. Um, my bread and butter is Christmas season all around, which is when under hundred falls and our season of the store. Yeah. So it's like, I basically pay myself once a year. Yeah. yeah. Christmas. <laughs> okay. But then I have, I'm an artist too. Right. So like this summer's actually been super busy for me for my own personal projects, but I have, uh, when I have downtime, I'll do like mural gigs with friends or nice. build stuff. And yeah, yeah. I've got a show at Una right now, um, a solo show there. So that was my, my first, solo, second solo show ever. Wow. Yeah. Good so that's, um, I guess, another revenue stream for me. Una, like Una Pizza and Wine? Yeah. In, wow. in Ridgeland. Wow. Yeah. Is it still there? Yeah. It's coming check that down out. In I go to Una near my house, but I, I would for sure switch to Una to go see that. Yeah, you should. 
In Bridgeland? Yeah. yeah. Well, now everybody knows if you're going to get pizza, you're going to go to Brid- Bridgeland, Una. Yeah. Huh. Good, good pizza and good art. Good pizza, good art. Well, what a combo. Um, kind of at the end here, but last thing we're going to talk about, we always do with our guests, is what's your one thing that you love about Calgary and one thing that you would not 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 like, but what would you change about Calgary? It could be anything. Okay. One thing I love about Calgary is that like opportunities at your fingertips. I feel mm-hmm. like for like a young person with big ideas, this is still a city that you can um, succeed with like, yeah. you know, well, yeah. it's not, there's not like lots of competition. Well, there is in some fields, I guess, but um, in the creative fields, right? There's still, you can still really make a name for yourself. And uh, I think it's also like a city that appreciates young entrepreneurs, yeah, right? Okay. So I like that about Calgary. Yeah. Uh, one thing I would change about Calgary is I don't like all the, um, can I swear on this thing? Yeah. I don't like all the motherfucking bullshit red tape that the city puts in place to be able to do cool shit. Yeah, That's like yeah. a big pet peeve of mine. Okay. And I work with the city and I like, and I understand why it works. It's not like one person who's a jerk, right? Like that's, it's just, that's just how yeah, it works. Yeah. Right. And it works for safety and like good reasons on all of this. Right. And I know that sometimes they try to like override these things with new things, new processes and um, representatives who can help yeah. events and, and the efforts are there, but it is still very hard for like, when I started, when I was 23, it would still be very hard for me as a 23 year old with no money and like no kind of uh, track record to be able to do a big idea, right? And like, I feel like a lot of opportunities have presented themselves to me now when I don't need it, when Mm. I needed it then. So that's still kind of what pisses me off about Calgary. It's like not a lot of support for the little guy and there's still a little bit of like a who's who in terms of like, yeah, funding and like um, the parameters in which we're allowed to operate. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was I think that was the best. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say the same. Yeah, that was the best. Not like we've had in Calgary. And I mean, but uh, even your first answer, what you like, like obviously you worded it different, but it's kind of that's been a common theme that we've talked about with other people in the show. It's like there's a lot of opportunity here, and like a lot of people that will listen and will help, and a lot of like niche communities too. Like mm-hmm. there's like there's 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 sectors and, and passion everywhere and anything you want to do. So you know, that's that, that that was great. That was, cool. That was a great answer. Yeah. Everybody else is just like, oh, no, I love everybody about Calgary. Yeah, it's like, no, <laughs> you don't. Yeah, someone said, I forgot who said that. And I was like, come yeah. on. Yeah. I, I, I can say like this, 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 like, but I love YYC. But it's like, you're all realistic. And like, yeah. I love a lot more things I don't like. Say that. Yeah. yeah. That's for sure. So you yeah. got you to gotta spread the word. Yeah, we all we, we all live here. We're staying. Yeah, there's a reason. You know? yeah. Exactly. I'm consenting. I like Calgary. But exactly. Yeah. So how can people reach you? What's your... Your Instagram? Um, Instagram, I'm at artspot.yyc. I'm also at marketspot.ca. My artist account is at Emma Justine Art. Nice. And uh, yeah. Perfect. Artspot, Marketspot. You could Google it. Yeah, yeah, we'll find yeah. it. People will find it. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah. on. Thank Thanks you so for much. having me. That was Appreciate nice. it. That was yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you for everybody for tuning in for episode 21 of the YYC Real Estate Show. And we'll see you next week.